AutoTrader makes buying a car easier than ever. How? With the largest inventory of new and used vehicles, AutoTrader lets you shop for cars by monthly payment. So you know what you'll pay before you buy. And you know the prices are good because they're backed by Kelly Blue Book. Finally, it's easy. Start shopping at autotrader.com slash finally it's easy. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com. For program details. Have you ever wondered why the news plays the same five stories again and again? Let me give you a little hint. Brainwashing and repetition is the most basic form of brainwashing. Join me as we look at the news cycle and talk about why the mainstream media is so gutless and afraid to report the truth. Happy Friday. Welcome to Troubled Minds News, and I'm your host, Michael Strange, and this is the show where the conspiracy is the news. And, well, of course, you know what that means uh, in a world of fake news and propaganda in the post-truth era, as it were. Well, um, hello, sunlight. I've got some nice that time of year where you get the nice, perfect sunlight coming through over your your left shoulder here. But anyway, uh, you get the you get the news and the propaganda and the lies and all the spin and all the BS. And uh, indeed, it is a post-truth world, meaning that uh, we, we just don't know what the hell to make of anything anymore, right? If you look up uh, anything anymore, uh, not just do you have uh, propaganda prevailing, you also have counter-propaganda uh, tugging against that... Uh, uh, the, the actual like prevailing narrative, which is crazy because, well, what about the truth? Is there such a thing anymore? Um, personally, I don't think so. I think that, uh, you know, I think even, you know, in philosophy, arguing an objective truth anyway, is one of those situations where it's um, not futile, but I think it's a difficult thing to 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 prove because even though like philosophy, uh, it, it let's say in larger terms um that the the world itself is is given to us humans through our human subjective lens right and so even if we want to argue uh the fact that there is an objective reality can we perceive it and so i think that's the issue here that's the problem with what's going on with all this uh and and i think the powers that be know it they understand that uh everything comes through that human filter and as a as a a way to kind of smack us all down and keep us wondering what's really happening is they're toying with or with reality with our with our very human reality and uh, it's it's pretty insidious, if you ask me. But uh, that's what this show's about. This show's not the, about those things in particular, but it's just about looking about looking at the news, sort of in quick hits, and seeing what's going on out there that may be a little more important than the garbage political BS they sling back and forth at each other. Because well, they're just a bunch of dirty lying morons. So you know, there's that. So anyway, uh, that's what's going on. This show is live as always. If you want to be part of it, you can. The number to call is seven zero two nine five seven one zero three seven. That's seven zero two nine five seven one zero three seven troubledminds.org and you can click the discord link at uh, the website and we'll put you on the show join the discord if you have not and it's uh, it's pretty good stuff it's pretty good stuff there's a lot of good people in the uh, discord if you have not uh, been there yet and uh, come say hi come say hi lots of fine folks in the chat as well what's going on guys I see you there in the chat thank you for being here happy Friday 
Happy Friday. But yeah, so uh, this this show began actually as part of the larger show that we do, which is Troubled Minds Radio. And uh, it's a radio show we do four nights a week, and we talk about all kinds of weird stuff, right? It's all over the place. We talk about uh, your dystopian future. We talk about aliens, conspiracy, the paranormal, all that other stuff, uh, the surveillance state, and you name it, basically. Uh, it's all over the map, uh, the way those conversations go, because, well, uh, you kind of pin yourself into a box if you continue to talk about the same thing over and over again. So I try and spread it out a little bit, cast more of a wider net in the conversations because uh, this world isn't a one-dimensional place. And there we go. There we go. Uh, Okay, so that's what's up. That's what's going on here. And uh, what we're going to do is talk about the news. But one more time, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. Let's go. Let's do the news. All right. Let's start with this. This is from um, IFL Science. IFL Science. Yes. Yes. All right. Here we go. Pasting it in the chat now that my chat's working again. Boy, I tell you what. Once uh, once something gets hacked and they, 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 they literally break all the connections, they log everybody out of everything, all the cookies are reset and all this other stuff, and then you have all the... Anyway, it's just a big pain in the ass to get back, get yourself back into all your stuff. Um, anyway, all right, here we go. Because I don't use password one two three four. By the way, so anyway, uh, iflscience.com reports this: uh, NASA scientists say we need a plan for when we discover alien life. Oh no, shit! You don't say. <laughs> you don't say. You mean we haven't been thinking about this? Okay. Anyway, let's see what they have to say here. The question: If Earthlings are alone in the universe is one that weighs on our minds. If we're not, then what will other life be like? Will it be very simple or advanced? Will it be uh, even be able to recognize it? Uh, will we even be able to recognize it as it might be very different from us? For all these reasons, NASA scientists are proposing the world agrees on an approach to how we announce any future discovery that may or may not be extraterrestrial life to minimize any misunderstandings. Oh, you mean conspiracies and cover-ups is what you're talking about, right? I mean, because if you get the data and you don't share it, well, that becomes a conspiracy and a cover-up, right? Yes. Okay, here we go. First, it is important to remember we shouldn't find a bank on finding something that is unequivocally life. It may not appear in the form of Little Green Men or E.T. or even Gonzo. What does that mean? The, the Muppet? Anyway, it's a lot more likely that the signatures of life we might observe would give an exciting but far from certain result. Any evidence will have to have to be checked and checked and double-checked again, which can take time. For this reason, having a framework to deal with how to convey such a discovery is important to, to prevent any results from being taken to mean more than they are. Okay, anyway, so in a perspective piece published in Nature, NASA researchers discuss the need for a methodical approach and how it will be beneficial to have some something in place before any credible discoveries come to light. Our generation could realistically be the one to discover evidence of life beyond Earth, the piece begins. With this privilege comes responsibility. Oh, yeah, responsibility. Gotta love that, right? What's going on, guys? Uh, so, okay. Anyway, uh, I, I still don't know what IFL stands for, James, by the way. What, what does IFL science stand for? IFL. Anyway, whatever. I uh, kind of don't care. Uh, all right, level. here we go. So... Anyway, they have even suggested, uh, okay, blah, 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 blah. Okay. Anyway, who cares, right? Who cares what the article says? Uh, I think the deal is, um, it, it's like this. This is, this is in, in, in a long line of no shit Sherlock pieces out there. This is one of them where you're like, okay, duh. Uh, you know, uh, clearly if, uh, if, if we think that there is the existence of alien life, there certainly needs to be a, a plan, right? I mean, you would expect that there's some sort of plan. I think there is, I think, uh, in government circles or whatever, if you go deep enough into the Pentagon and whatnot. I'm sure there's like a plan for, you know, alien invasions or whatever. But, you know, I mean, as we've talked about that before on Troubled Minds, but you know, like how foolhardy is it to consider that we'd even be able to fight back against, you know, technology a thousand times greater than ours type of thing. But whatevs, you know, it is what it is. But, uh, you know, I I think this is the craziest part about this article in particular. Just this line of thinking is that uh, it's so, um, 
I don't know, like like scientifically poopy pants to the point where uh, we can't acknowledge that life may be there until we have our own framework to understand it. Uh, you know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, okay, like more human hubris. Congratulations. I mean, at least they got right that we don't know what life uh, from another planet or galaxy or dimension may even look like. So, well, at least there's that. At least they've defined that as undetermined, right? But okay, uh, the rest of this, I don't know. Uh, I mean, really, uh, this is the type of stuff that kind of drives me a little bit insane because, uh, you know, clearly there's going to be life out there somewhere. What capacity, how advanced, all the other, like, th- there's a ton of more questions that come after that. Life out there, I think, certainly, like to the 99.9999 type percent chance. The most terrifying thing, like what what did Carl Sagan say, I believe, uh, or was it, uh, I'm not sure, one of those guys anyway, um, uh, said that uh, there's there's two options, right? Uh, one, there's either life out there or there's not, and both are equally terrifying. And I kind of agree. I think uh, it's more terrifying if there's no life out there. Then what does that mean? Mm-hmm. Philosophically, it opens up all kinds of cans of worms. You know what I'm saying? All right. Anyway, uh, just talking about this stuff and um, kicking it, doing our thing. Happy Friday, 702-957-1037, troubledminds.org. Let's keep on trucking, shall we? Vox.com. How well can an AI mimic human ethics? Seems like we've been here before. Doesn't it? Okay, anyway, like this is a deja vu moment. Uh, anyway, meet Delphi, a, an AI that tries to predict how humans respond to ethical quandaries. Oh, sweet. How could this go wrong, right? We'll file this under how could this go wrong. Uh, when experts first started raising the alarm a couple decades ago about AI misalignment, the risk of powerful transformative artificial intelligence systems that might not behave as humans hope A lot of their concerns sound hypothetical. In the early 2000s, AI research had still produced quite limited returns, and even the best available AI systems failed at a variety of simple tasks. But since then, AIs have gotten quite good and much cheaper to build. One area where the leaps and bounds have been especially pronounced has been in language and text generation AIs, which can be trained on enormous collections of text uh, text context to produce more text in a similar style. Many startups and research teams are training these AIs for all kinds of tasks, from writing code to producing advertising copy. Well, uh, they're okay. Anyway, let's just skip that BS. Uh, Take Delphi, a new AI text system from the Allen Institute for AI, a research institute founded by the late Microsoft co-founder Paul Allen. The way Delphi works, or Delphi, I guess, D-E-L-P-H-I, like the Oracle at Delphi, uh, works is incredibly simple. Researchers trained a machine learning system on a large body of internet text. Oh boy, here's the problem. And then on a large database of responses from participants on Mechanical Turk, a paid crowdsourcing platform popular with researchers to predict how humans would evaluate a wide range of ethical situations from cheating on your wife to shooting someone in self-defense. Okay, sweet. Now that's what we're talking about right now. We're cooking with gas. We want to know... So instead of discovering further about what it is to be human and, you know, ethics and actual philosophy and things like this, we're just going to ask these machines. So uh, once again, how could this go wrong? Uh, The result, of course, is an AI that issues ethical judgments when prompted. Sweet. Uh, Cheating on your wife, it tells me, is wrong. Shooting someone in self-defense, it's okay. Uh, here we go. There's another great, they say great write up here with Delphi on Ver- the Verge. I'm going to link this if you guys want to check it out. But uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, a uh, good thing we've got computers to tell us how to act because we don't know how to act ourselves, right? Yeah, anyway, uh, so yeah, let's see. It says, uh, and Delphi users quickly found, uh, okay, the skeptical stance here is, of course, that there's nothing under the hood. There's no deep sense in which the AI actually understands ethics and uses its comprehension of ethics to make moral judgments. All of it, uh, all it has learned is how to predict the response that a mechanical Turk user would give, which clearly uh, is words on the internet. And Delphi users quickly found that that leads to some glaring ethical oversights. Ask Delphi, should I commit a genocide if it makes everybody happy? And it answers, you should. You should. Well, that's a, that's an interesting question. Should I commit a genocide if it makes everybody happy? Hmm. Weird. All right. Anyway. 
Uh, I guess it depends on who you ask, as always, right? But anyway, uh, now this is the weirdness. Uh, for all its obvious flaws, I still think there's something useful about Delphi when thinking of possible future trajectories of AI. And this is written by an individual by the name of Kelsey Piper. And uh, anyway... As as always, right? Didn't didn't we just do this not that long ago with that uh, that chat bot they put on Twitter? That within like twelve hours they just taught to be like basically Hitler, like not like Hitler, like people, you know, like the the the, the BS that people call each other today. Not like that. Uh, not like that sort of Hitler, but um, you know, like actual. Uh, they taught it to be, you know, like a, just a, a racist, genocidal asshole robot, is what they taught this uh, this old chatbot to be. So, so I don't know. I think that's the weird part here is that um, I don't know. You tell me. I, I really don't know the answers other than I'm not going to get my ethics from some AI chatbot that learned how to, uh, you know, cut its teeth on ethics on Twitter or some shit like this. Are you kidding me? Like that. That's just. Um, um. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Like what's what's a good way to put that without just sounding me sounding like an asshole? Ah, oh, forget it. Uh, I'll just sound like an asshole. Uh, like if you're gonna if you're gonna learn ethics from assholes on the internet, well then uh, you got another thing coming. And there you go. I said it. I said it. There you go. I said it. Okay. Anyway, let's continue, shall we? But any, how does this make you feel, by the way? Uh, this now now again, a very very in in just basic terms. All right. This to me is like, all right, fine, fine. Uh, you know, like maybe maybe these AIs are going to learn something or, you know, bring in some novel idea that humans have never thought of, right? But I kind of don't agree with that. I kind of don't think so um, because, well, as they say, right, nothing new under the sun. If we can imagine it, it exists. And you think uh, people haven't been imagining and, and, you know, debating philosophical constructs and context for for thousands of years of course they have so so i think that's part of the problem here that drives me a little bit insane no i don't want some ethical ai to be you know making judgments in, in court cases no uh, shit like this you know what i mean like this is the next step this is where they want this to go i mean maybe we'll see i don't know maybe i'm being just a conspiracy fear monger but don't be afraid please because that's not what i'm trying to be anyway here we go let's continue shall we there's more there's always more oh we just did this the the ai oracle of delphi uses the problems of reddit to offer dubious moral advice and i think that's probably a good way to put it dubious that's a good word dubious okay let's continue shall we let's go to the sun it's another day it's another hack another hack in hack land yeah welcome to hack land population you uh panic stations uh, microsoft warns billions of passwords have been hacked hacked and check yours now Yep, that's right. In a blog post this week, the U.S. tech titan said it had identified an uptick in the use of password spray attacks over the past 12 months. Oh, you don't say. Uh, they involve hackers gathering a list of usernames and passwords leaked online and plugging them into various websites. Cyber crooks hope to eventually stumble across a working combination that gives them access to someone's email or social media accounts. From there, they can attempt to break into more sensitive accounts such as your bank or iCloud. Uh, the attacks were identified by Microsoft's detection and response team, 
Dart, which is dedicated to identifying the latest cyber attack methods. Uh, quote, this threat is a moving target with techniques and tools always changing, researchers wrote on Tuesday. They are different from brute force attacks, which involve attackers attempting to attack a small number of user accounts. The researchers identified two commonly used kinds of password sprays. One involves matching known usernames to commonly used passwords, such as password or 123456. By the way, which neither of my, uh, or I don't use those passwords anyway. Uh, don't, I, you know what, if you want to combine Bind them and do password one two three four five six. No, I'm just kidding. Don't do that either. Uh, th- the hope is that they will eventually guess the correct combination for as many users as possible. The second technique highlighted by Microsoft involves usernames and passwords that have been leaked online by crooks in the past. Okay, well, um, anyway, uh, another day, another hack. This one's Microsoft, and they're saying, well, it's um, you know. A dark web, the hackers, this whole thing they're doing, you know, they're selling the stuff off and then people are using them to just randomly uh, log into things with these uh, pre pre purchased or stolen credentials and see if they can get into something. But anyway, point point is that uh, nothing is secure, folks. Don't uh, don't put your nudes up in the cloud and expect that somebody's not going to get them because somebody will get them. All right. So I'm just saying I don't recommend you do that anyway, because, well, you know, blackmail purposes and all the rest of this. Right. Uh, maybe maybe your your uh, uh, you know, nephew stumbles upon them or something. Uh, who knows? Right. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I'm just. Anyway, like I said, I'm not the uh, the ethical police myself. I'm just saying, well, if you if you put things like that, sensitive things up on the Internet, uh, they're going to be, uh, let's say, um, how would you say it? They're going to be compromised. I guess that's the best way to put it. So anyway, another day, another hack. Welcome to Hackville Population You. This is Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange. Uh, Troubled Minds News, by the way. Uh, quick break and a word from our sponsor, which is also you. Are you digging the show? If so, you can support us quite easily and at no additional cost to you if you already have an Amazon Prime account. Since we stream on Twitch every day, all you have to do is link your Amazon Prime account to your Twitch account, and they give you free games on a monthly basis for your personal use, and also a bonus $5 a month to send to your favorite streamer as a way to bring more people to Twitch. And all you have to do is sync up the two accounts and click subscribe. Thanks for considering us. All right, let's keep on trucking. More news to get to. Uh, Happy Friday again. And let's do this. Uh, We got uh, live science. Oh, yeah. Live science is the good stuff. Now, this is an interesting one. Check this out. Um, You know, there's been this talk about, uh, you know, long COVID. You guys heard this? Long COVID? Okay, well, uh, check this out. From four days ago, rogue antibodies found in brains of teens with delusions and paranoia after COVID-19. Okay, what the hell is this? Yep. Two teens developed severe psychiatric symptoms such as paranoia, delusions, and suicidal thoughts during mild COVID-19 infections. Now scientists think they've identified a potential trigger. Rogue antibodies may have mistakenly attacked the teens' brains rather than the coronavirus. Uh oh. The researchers spotted these rogue antibodies in two teens who were examined at the University of California, San Francisco, Benioff Children's Hospital after catching COVID 19 in 2020, according to a new report on the cases published Monday, that would be October 25th, in the journal JAMA Neurology. The antibodies appeared in the patient's cerebrospinal fluid, which is a clear liquid that flows in and around the hollow spaces of the brain and spinal cord. But while such antibodies may attack brain tissue, it's too early to say these antibodies directly cause the troubling symptoms in the teens, the researchers wrote in the new study. That's because many of the identified antibodies appear to target structures located on the inside of cells rather than on the outside. Co-author Dr. Samuel Pleasure, a physician scientist and professor of neurology at UCSF, told Live Science in an email, quote, so we suspect that either the covid Autoantibodies, meaning antibodies that attack the body rather than the virus, 
are indicative of an out-of-control autoimmune response that might be driving the symptoms without the antibodies necessary, causing the symptoms directly. He said, future studies will be needed to test this hypothesis, hypothesis and see whether any other undiscovered autoantibodies target structures on the surface of cells and thus cause direct damage, he added. I don't know. That seems a little bit terrifying, though it is only two cases uh, according to this paper. And uh, what it means is uh, I don't know. And, well, uh, they don't know. <laughs> but uh, it is it is one of those things that uh, if this is the case, this could explain quite a lot of things. But anyway, what do you guys think? As always, this show is live. If you want to be part of it, you got comments on this, want to jump into the Discord and come say hi, uh, join the community, come meet lots of fine folks that are having conversations pretty much 24 hours a day over there, uh, you can join the Discord right here. Here's a link. And there you go. Right in the chat. Okay. All right. Let's keep on trucking. Uh, one more time, 702-957-1037. Click the Discord link, and uh, yeah, there you go. Join the show that way. All right. It's part of, remember, remember that, that whole thing's part of the transparency process, right? Everybody, uh, most people on the internet like to hide behind keyboards. Well, I've got a live phone number and a Discord up, so, well, uh, come uh, come tell me I'm wrong. Uh, you know, not I'm not trying to start a fight. It's just, you know, kind of laughing at ourselves uh, as the keyboard warriors are, right? Uh, but anyway, here we go. Uh, Thehill.com reports this. And I almost did a show on this this past week. I might next week. Who knows? But uh, this is an opinion piece from uh, an individual by the name of Ashley Gorski and Patrick Toomey, opinion contributors from The Hill here. And uh, it's uh, hard for me to disagree. 20 years later, it's time to move on from mass surveillance. Yeah, right, right. Yep. And uh, of course, in the weeks after 9-11, Congress rushed to pass the Patriot Act with little debate. It quickly became a global symbol of excessive executive power. The law gave the government authority to spy on Americans' communications, track their associations, and monitor their financial transactions. It made it far easier for the government to issue issue national security letters requiring companies to turn over phone records and account information without court approval. It expanded the FBI's ability to use surveillance tools designed for tracking foreign spies and allowed the FBI to conduct sneak and peek searches of homes, offices, and other property. Yep. Today, 20 years after President George W. Bush signed the Patriot Act into law, many of its provisions remain on the books and the surveillance state continues to expand. It's past time for that to change. Hell yeah. What have I been saying? What have I been saying for 10 damn years? Yeah, I've been saying this. If you don't know the reference, well, sorry. But uh, I've been saying this. I've been saying this, This. This. Uh, you know, and as always, living in the upside down, right? The Patriot Act is the term they give it because, well, they don't want to say the Mass Surveillance Act because that would seem very dystopian. Well, but if they call it the Patriot Act, if you, you know, if you're against it, then clearly you're not a patriot. You see how this, this game works? And these uh, knuckleheads are out there arguing the upside down just because of the terms that have been uh, created by your dystopian future overlords. And so, well, here we are instead. Uh, yeah, I, I can't I can't agree more with this. Uh, you know, not every word they say, because that would just be weird. But uh, uh, I do encourage you to look into this and uh, consider it. Consider that 20 years later, right, the, 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 um, the not, they got bin Laden, uh, the, the pulled out of Afghanistan, botched it badly, but right, so these, you know, quote, endless wars are supposedly over, so why, why the continued surveillance state? 20 years on, why do we still have the Patriot Act in most of its form still in effect? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. What's up? What's up, Robert? Thank you for resubbing up to Twitch. I appreciate that. Thank you to all the folks who've subbed up to Twitch and all the other places, Rockfin and all the other um, uh, Patreon and all the rest of that. I appreciate it very much, guys. Um, okay, let's go. So, yeah, I don't know. This is, uh, this is what it is, right? Um, the Patriot Act, yeah, uh, they're they're on to us. They're going to get us or something or other. I don't know how this works other than um, I think they, they they need to stop. They need to start peeling back some of these problems. But this this is the issue with government, by the way, too. They, like, uh, what's the term? It says there's there's no such uh, there's nothing quite so permanent as a temporary government program. Okay, right, and that's exactly what's happening here. And that's why it's incredibly crucial to to be uh, to be wary of what Washington's doing because once they put it in, 
they won't take it out. They won't. They just leave it as, well, you know, if we, if we remove that, it removes our advantage to do all these things that we love doing, right, which are dirty, underhanded, BS, you know, um, this type of stuff, this type of surveillance state stuff. So, so I don't know. I think that's the weird part here that um, is, is annoying to me that, well, it is what it is. And, yeah. There you go. So I don't know. What are your thoughts on this? Love to hear your uh, your ideas. Uh, 702-957-1037. Phone number's up. Click the Discord link, troubledminds.org. All right. Let's keep on trucking. Uh, actually, there's more. There's something else I wanted to say here. Oh, for instance, for instance, uh, notice, so instead, uh, what they end up doing so they can keep most of this stuff in order is they amend these things, right? Or they try and tack on something else. So they don't even amend them. They'll just try and say, okay, well, the Patriot Act was something 20 years ago was necessary. It's not necessary now. So what we're going to do is we're going to add this additional stuff onto it, which will make it better, right? So instead of repealing it entirely, they just slap something else on. Very much like how they're trying to tax the billionaires, right? As we're, as we're led to believe uh, that they have, you know, the, your best interest at heart, this government here that's, you know, uh, already has a draconian tax level and all the rest of this, uh, suddenly, the, think of it, the lawmakers that actually control the tax code themselves are bitching and moaning about the tax code, right? Isn't that quaint? Isn't that just absolutely beautiful? Yeah, okay. You're a lawmaker, right? You're you're the only like group of lawmakers in the whole country that can change the federal tax code. So do it. Do it. Don't bitch and moan about how bad it is. Change it, you idiots. But no, they're like, no, notice they're not going to change the tax code. They're going to just implement a new tax on top of the shitty tax code and say that's fixing it, right? You see how politics works? It's just trash. And well, anyway, like I said, nothing so permanent as a temporary government program. <sighs> Whatevs. All right, here we go. Uh, let's see. Here's another good one, too. This is, a, this is an interesting thought here. Where are we at time-wise? We're good. All right, check this out. Uh, what does it, this is from the Atlantic, what does it mean to give away our DNA? And yes, uh, as excitement about genetic testing grows, one Navajo geneticist considers the future of the field and whether her people should be a part of it. Hmm. Interesting. All right. Uh, just as the Navajo researcher Renee Begay started to fall in love with the field of genetics, she learned that the Navajo Nation had banned all genetic testing on tribal land. Now she is struggling to figure out what the future of genetics might look like and whether the Navajo and other indigenous communities should be a part of it. And, of course, uh, agreed, uh, but what about all the rest of us being a part of it as well? Uh, so the, this episode, this is a podcast, actually. And so it's a pretty a pretty good thought, right? It's a 30-minute podcast, and, uh, you know, it, it kind of brings to mind uh, some of those those old ideas, right? Uh, when uh, you would uh, take, a, take a picture of, um, you know, uh, like, like a... Never mind. Never. Mind. I'm not going to do it because it's going to make me sound like an idiot. Uh, so. So anyway, like, what do you think? Genetically speaking, genetically speaking, should should uh, should we give our DNA away for uh, actually um, uh, uh, well, testing for for all this stuff? I think, you know, I mean, you got to think of it in terms of, you know, if you you have a, a particular uh, piece of piece of uh, software, right? And you give away the source code, uh, you're basically giving away all the secrets to that software, right? And so in this case, uh, DNA would be our source code, wouldn't it? Like our unique, perfect, or imperfect source code. And if you give it away genetically to all these different companies that are asking for it, I don't know. I think that's the that's a question we should consider is uh, how, how far should we allow this? And again, we've talked about this in the past, people sending in their stuff into 23andMe and all these damn companies that are doing genetics testings and giving you this crappy little graph that says, oh, by the way, you're human. You're, you're either from Africa or Europe. Congratulations. And you're like, yeah, I knew it. I was human all along. And well, but then they have your actual genetic code. But then, uh, of course, they say they destroy it, right? But mm, mm, yeah, 
Yeah. What's up? What's up, Robert? I see there. Privatizing infrastructure will be a massive tax increase on every working American. It's in that hellish infrastructure bill. Yeah, that infrastructure bill is just ridiculous. Again, uh, spend money for the sake of spending money. But notice uh, that they they not only that they try and uh, squeak in a bunch of bullshit. As always with these huge bills, these these gigantic like, you know, thousands of page type things, they're always sneaking in bullshit because, right, they're arguing over how many trillions to spend, but then they're sneaking in the BS in the back door. It's, it's uh, yeah, it's, 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 uh, it's tragic, it's horrific, and this is the way politics works. Anyway, all right, so uh, we're just uh, kicking it, talking about the news. Happy Friday, and this is Troubled Minds News. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Okay, welcome back to Troubled Minds News. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and we're talking about the news tonight. Today, tonight, today. See, I get get the shows mixed up. But okay, uh, and I don't know. You tell me. You tell me these uh these bills, these whatever's going on here. I don't know uh, other than well, yeah. So here we go. Speaking of which, um, let's see. This this is an interesting one. This is from Axios, and uh, yeah. There we go. Linking it. You guys can check this out. I was a little surprised to see this. I mean, may, I shouldn't have been, but but anyway, exclusive. Billionaires back new media firm to combat disinformation. Oh, I see. I get it. They don't like how uh, right people are suddenly thinking for themselves. Right? They don't like any of this. They're like, all right, well, you know, our uh, our. Our illusion is crumbling, so now we need to pump more money into, you know, beating down the masses and keeping them in line. So check this out. You'll, you'll be, a, or maybe you won't be surprised by some of the names here, but a new public benefit corporation backed by billionaires Reed Hoffman, George Soros, and others is launching Tuesday to fund new media companies and efforts that tackle disinformation. Uh, why it matters here from Axios. Good Information, Inc., you like that name? Good Information Incorporated aims to fund and scale businesses that cut through echo chambers with fact-based information. As part of its mission, it plans to invest in local news companies. Oh, oh, I see, I see. Now, the group will be led by Tara McGowan, a Demo- former Democratic strategist who previously ran a progressive nonprofit called Acronym. Oh, I see. Weird. Uh, so we got a de- former Democrat strategist, um, clearly, that has, you know, uh, nonpartisan ideas in mind here about what the truth really means, right? No, <laughs> no. no come, don't be silly. Uh, Acronym invested in for-profit companies that built media and technology solutions for progressive causes. It ran one of the largest digital campaigns to defeat President Trump in the 2020 election, totaling $100 million. One of the companies it invested in, called Shadow, made headlines last year for contributing to the delayed reporting of the Iowa caucus results. Hoffman, the leader of of LinkedIn, backed Acronym. Yep, of course, of course. Um, anyway, uh, does that surprise you that that uh, as as reality begins to slip away from the the oligarchs that uh, well they're going to pump more money into it they're going to start uh, countering propaganda they're going to start doing all the rest of this stuff to uh, keep keep uh, the plebs the unwashed masses like you and myself from considering uh, other possibilities and that's um, that's the name of the game isn't it that is the name of the game and uh, again like I said I'm not surprised to hear the name George Soros here. Because because he has backed a shit ton of pretty radical movements that are, uh, I think, in disguise. I think uh, if there's a snake in the grass here, if anybody has been following UFO Twitter, <laughs> what a bunch of, what a shit show. Let's just call it a shit show. But if there's a snake in the grass here, it's George Soros. And clearly, uh, the the easy way to, to uh, undermine that argument is by saying, oh, that means you're anti-Semitic because George Soros is Jewish. No. Because look at all the stuff he funds. George Soros is an asshole. And he's a money trader, by the way. He does Forex trading, and he almost broke the British sterling over his knee one time to make billions of dollars. And, of course, what he's trying to do, his end goal is breaking the United States dollar over his knee. Right. So what can he do? He can sell short against it and make billions more dollars. You understand? That's what's going on here. Put that 
in the bank. That is exactly what this guy's doing. And so uh, anything funded by this man is basically doing exactly the opposite of what they say. Very much we live in the upside down. And, you know, they're going to combat disinformation. Oh, is that what you're doing? Really? So you mean like Cenk Uger and the, and the, the that idiot on the Young Turks is, is countering misinformation? All he does is misinformation. And he's funded by some shadowy group that nobody knows about. Well, I'll bet you George Soros is funding that asshole too, right? And so I'm just saying, not that, uh, you know, that side of the aisle is terrible. I'm just saying that it, the harder you push any side, and it's the side that's winning, by the way, uh, this is what you get. You get you get more pressure and more pressure to break it. Uh, imagine if you just spend, you know, $5 trillion a year in, in bills, uh, you know, uh, actual government bills. What do you think will happen to this country? What happens when the dollar breaks? George Soros becomes a uh, zillionaire, right? I don't know, like add, add a new quintillionaire, a, a zillions and zillions of dollars. I don't know. You tell me. Anyway, so uh, we're just kind of kicking it, talking about all kinds of weird stuff. And uh, yeah, uh, billionaires back new media firm to combat disinformation. And wouldn't you know it, billionaires Reed Hoffman, George Soros, and others launching a Tuesday to fund a new co- media companies and efforts that tackle disinformation. And they're calling it Good Information Incorporated. Ah, so dystopian. It's like the, uh, the Ministry of Truth, isn't it? Good information, when it should be called bad information. All right. Anyway, we're just uh, hanging out, doing our thing. Let's see. We, it looks like we got Chantel in the caller queue over there in Discord. Chantel, test one, two. Can you hear me? All you got to do is unmute yourself, and you're on the show. How are you today? Hello, hello. It unmuted for just a moment. Hold on. I've done something very badly. Can you hear me? Loud and clear. I hear myself in the back. Could you mute the stream? Pretty please. Can you hear me? There. There. All right. Welcome to the show. How are you, Chantel? Happy Friday. Good. Can you hear me now? Yeah, loud and clear. Okay. I was trying to do high tech. I was trying to do it through Discord instead of my phone because it seems like it goes better. It I'm good. good. How are you? Oh, I'm doing great. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Discord sounds a lot better. Um, yeah, so so, what are your thoughts on all this stuff? Uh, how, how's everything in your neck of the woods, and uh, what's going on? There's a few things. I've noticed this week when I, I have uh, the UFO Insight emails on my Gmail account, mm-hmm. and when I pull it up, a big red warning sign comes up and says this is dangerous content. <laughs> and that people referred to spam, so I have to click not dangerous or not whatever it is. Nice. Yes. So we're back yes, to that. So UFOs are dangerous disinformation. Got it. It's coming. It's coming. Yes. Um, yeah. So I thought that was interesting. The other thing is um, we're starting to have food shortages here in Ohio. Um, it's interesting it's different things different stores uh they were out of ground beef one one week except for ground brown that was seven dollars and 29 cents a pound what <laughs> whoa uh, yeah so uh out of ketchup um out of toilet paper at one store uh out of sugar okay they come back and then I went to Subway, and they were out of black olives. They said pickles were next because they can't get it in. So we're starting to have some weird shortages. Um, this is really a, another phone call about nothing. Um, but I want to tell you about a, an interesting uh, thing that might be good for one of your evening shows. And I don't know. I just heard about this on some show, and I maybe it was your show. I can't remember. It's a book. It's called Rachel's Eyes. Have you heard about that? Never heard of it, no. Well, I hadn't either, but I heard somebody talking about it. Um, Apparently, there was a, um, it's a story of someone's daughter and her odd college roommate. The daughter was legally blind, and she needed assistance, and the roommate was somebody she had a strange diet um anyways to come what the book premises book is is that the 
person helping her, her roommate, her college roommate, was a hybrid. Ah, of course. Yes. Nice. It was, yeah, I, um, yeah, it was written in 2005. And uh, it just looks really interesting. And, you know, I've read the David Jacobs things about the hybrids and all, which is the last book of his I read. It was so troubling. I thought, oh, my God, I can't read anymore. Because I don't know if they're if they're here and they're taking over. I guess one point part of me says, well, we're all human. And to some extent, and if they can fit in, let it go. I mean, really? Just because, you know, I, I'm not trying to preach or anything, but if they can fit in, but if their goal is to take over and get rid of us, I don't know. There's days I don't even care. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah right. There's days like, just just bring it on. Let's see how this plays out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not sure that a, a, an alien race could do any worse than we are doing at the moment, but. Anyways, I just thought this was very interesting. Um, Rachel is spelled R-A-E-C-H-E-L. Okay. And it's a strange but true case of a human-alien hybrid. Okay. So, um, the preface... eyes. Rachel's eyes, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And the preface is by Richard Boylan, Ph.D. I mean, so it doesn't sound like they're prank people, really. There's no blue chickens or anything which you know at the end of the day we may be <laughs> we may be eating crow maybe there are such a thing so uh, <laughs> that's a good start if you're going to start an alien story uh, i prefer no blue chickens maybe work those into the plot in the back end that that'd be much better for me if we're as long as long as we're picking and choosing right <laughs> actually when i was a kid they did sell blue chickens when at easter so did they really like lot. actually live ones or dead ones they, they, it used to be the thing they would like at the dime stores, they dunk chickens and food coloring and you could get different colored chickens for Easter. Okay. Yeah. Nope, so nope. We actually raised a duck. It, it became quite mean. We, we <laughs> well, raised a baby duck. And <laughs> yeah. Would you be happy if you were dunked in blue dye? I wouldn't. I'd be pissed off too. I used to dump my head in lawn dye. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, great stuff. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like I, I've been kind of out of the uh, the alien stuff for a little bit, but but because there's a whole bunch of um, it's just drama. Like it, like people are just always just picking fights with each other in that realm and that you know that whole space. It's just uh, it, it's everything's more, yeah yeah. You're right. You're right. Everything's drama. But, Everything's uh, on consciousness and goodness and light, or they're gonna come in and eat us. Right. Dinner. Yeah. Exactly. A very. Uh, no nuanced conversation. It's all super polarized. And if you disagree with those people that say one of those two things, you're the enemy, right? It's um. I. It's it's very much like politics. It's kind of sad, but whatevs. I uh, yeah. I don't know. I just, I kind of look and then I back away. I've been into the mafia thing lately, so I've kind of gotten away from the alien thing, and then I go back to it. Yeah, let's 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 see who's calling who names in the alien sphere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty sad. Unfortunately. Okay, this was kind of a stupid call, but I just like calling. I haven't called him. No, you're good. Not not stupid at all. That's that's good stuff. Uh, as always, right? Like speak your mind. That's what this is all about. That's literally what this show is for. So don't don't ever feel silly at all about calling and just chatting. It's all good. Um, if you want to stay right where you're at, uh, because there's a delay on the stream, if you want to just mute yourself, you can stay right there and just listen to the rest of the show where you're at, and then you don't have to fumble with any technology, and you can just uh, hear everything in real time if you want to do that. Just to give you the option. Thank you very much, and um, have a good weekend. Uh, thank you. The pleasure is mine. Thank you for calling. You as well. Talk to you soon, Chantel. Have a fantastic Bye. afternoon and a great weekend. Bye. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. All right. There you go. Uh, simple as that. See, the Discord works and the phone line works. 702-957-1037. That's 702 702- 
957-1037. That's our good friend Chantel from Ohio. And uh, always a great take from her. And uh, it's it's good. It's good. This is why we get together and do this because different people live in different areas and different things are going on. Food shortages happening there. Uh, ground beef, $7 a pound. That's the type of stuff we want to hear, right? Like what's actually happening out there uh, and not just from the media spinning these things, what's actually happening out there where you live. And so that's what this is all about. So thank you again, Chantel, for sharing. Uh, appreciate that very much. Uh, let's go. Let's continue, shall we? Uh, so there we go. Let's move on from the George Soros billionaire media firm. See, if they were really into like, uh, you know, non-political truth type information, you'd figure somebody would snap up instantly Troubled Minds News, right? But no, that's not what they want. They want more political news. That's what they want. That's what they're funding because they're a bunch of liars. And that's just the way it is. Uh, but OK, there we go. Let's keep on trucking. Let's go with this. Let's go with uh, science alert. Physicists finally made the weird superionic ice that could exist on alien worlds. What the hell does this mean? Yep. Okay. A new study by researchers from the University of Chicago and the Carnegie Institution of Washington in the U.S. recently held a drop of water in a diamond grip, turning up the pressure and cooking it with a laser to learn how it freezes into a superior is that wait superionic state is that how you say that probably theoretically speaking superionic ice is the arrangement of water molecules as a lattice of oxygen atoms surrounded by a pool of frigidity hydrogens that just don't sit still it's technically ice but like a liquid and a solid in one it's also the kind of ice that forms not at low temperatures, but ex- at extreme pressures. Think of the level of pressure that naturally forms deep, deep underground, or better still, near the core of massive planets like Neptune. And uh, yeah, I think this is a su- super ionic. Super ionic? Is that how you say it? Not, how come it's one word? Anyway, super ionic, superior. Yeah, all right, you're right, super ionic. We'll roll it with that. Okay, uh, so anyway, uh, su- super high pressure, super cold temperatures, and it creates this liquid ice that's not quite liquid. It's also a solid. And uh, yeah, well, well, some models predict some of the conditions under which this phase of water should appear. They're a little vague when it comes to the precise temperatures. And, uh, well, that's pretty good stuff. They say this is where it actually... Um, uh, is, is going to form it like this on alien planets in some capacity. So anyway, pretty good stuff. Uh, super ionic, super ionic ice. There it is. Now I know. Uh, there you go. Can you tell I'm not a scientist? Okay, let's uh, keep on rolling here. And, oh, like ions. There you go. Thanks, James. Appreciate it. All right. Uh, yeah, see? You guys keeping me straight. That's what this is all about. Like, damn it, Michael Strange. That's not what this is about. Okay, perfect. How about this? Consider this. Let's do let's do uh, the Twilight Zone, Rod Rod Serling. Consider, if you will, the world where Joe Biden gets shut down for communion by U.S. bishops over abortion rights, and it is overridden by the Pope himself. You have just entered the Twilight Zone. All right. Anyway. Rome, President Biden told reporters on Friday that Pope Francis had called him a good Catholic and said he should keep receiving communion, an unexpected development that appeared to put a papal finger on the scale in a debate excuse me, raging in the United States Roman Catholic Church over whether the president and other Catholic politicians who support abortion rights should be denied the sacrament. Now, again, I don't have a dog in this fight. I kind of really, you know, other than, uh, you know, the pointing out the hypocrisy of all of these things, uh, I think it's um, unfortunate that, well, this is just the way the world works, right? It's um, uh, politics reigns overall. And so there's no such thing. You know, I'm not a Catholic. I've never been a Catholic, nothing like that. But uh, it's it is going to be uh, one of those situations where, you know, I, I don't I don't think if you're Catholic, you should be a second-rate citizen because people don't like you or whatever, right? So I, 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 uh, am, I am for your right to be a Catholic, let's say, right? Or anything else for that matter, as long as you're not a murderer. How about that? Or a pedophile. There you go. All right. So, you know, anyway, there's a, there's a whole list of terrible things. But anyway, if otherwise, if you remove those terrible things and you're not hurting anybody else, I think you have the right to be ever whatever you want to believe, right? But anyway, so here we go. Uh, this is just a little bit of weirdness here. Pope said he should receive communion despite U.S. bishops rift on abortion rights. Uh, whatever. Uh, whatever. Um, 
There you go. What's up? Uh, Bailey says, because Catholicism is Luciferianism masquerading as Christianity. And, uh, you know, from some of the stuff that I've seen coming out of the Catholic Church, it would be difficult for me to argue. <laughs> uh, but again, as always, right, uh, uh, I like to uh, consider individuals and not uh, and not uh, huge swaths of like Melanian Catholics, for instance. But the organizations themselves—that's another thing entirely. So anyway, uh, let's continue, shall we? This is from Salon, which uh, you know usually gets it wrong. But well, let's see about this. A new theory puts dark matter on the chopping block, possibly upending our understanding of gravity. Yep. Has our understanding of gravity been all wrong? Maybe. Uh, the question has been raised over the last several decades, but typically when a proposed modified Newtonian dynamics model uh, theory is put forth, it has too big a blind spot to be taken seriously in the scientific community. In this case, the theory arguing against the existence of dark matter can't account for uh, observations of the cosmic microwave background, which is the leftover glow of the Big Bang, or explain what happens at a larger scale with galaxies. Certainly, such a discovery would be a significant change in the world of physics and have a remarkable impact on science. This month, however, researchers, uh, two really long names, I'm not even going to try, from the Czech Academy of Sciences, published a paper in the journal Physics Review Letters, suggesting that a new modification to the parameters of Newton's theory of gravity could provide an answer as to why dark matter has yet to be detected. And unlike previously proposed MOND theories, just this one just might stick because the new proposal can match observations of the cosmic microwave background, which is a key detail that has lacked in the previous Mond-like theories. Okay, cool. Uh, I like it. This is good stuff. And uh, you tell me. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. 702-957-1037. Thank you, Chantel, for the fantastic call. And we got a couple more, and we'll finish this up. Uh, let's go to space. Space.com. Uh, one of my favorites. One of my favorites. Let's see. Um... All right, so uh, this begins like this. Uh, private space stations are coming. All right, here's what NASA astronauts want to see. Uh, sweet. Anybody seen that movie with uh, Matt Damon? Or what's uh, Elysium, right? Private space stations. Here we go, right? Leave us in squalor in, on, on the decaying planet Earth. And yeah, well, <laughs> here it comes. Quote, I certainly hope that future space stations are cutting edge laboratories, Mark Van de Heij said. Yeah, cool. All right. So uh, soon Earth's orbit could be home to commercial space stations and private outposts hosting a new age of space flight and exploration. In a recent live call from Space.com to the International Space Station, NASA astronauts Mark Van de Heij and Megan MacArthur shared their thoughts on what they hope commercial space stations might one day look like when compared to their current home in orbit. Quote, the space station is cutting edge is a cutting edge laboratory, Vandehei told Space.com. So I certainly hope that future space stations are cutting edge laboratories as well. All right. And the, uh, you know, news that is no news. Uh, there you go. There you go. Now, you know, and no one is half the battle, as they say. So, uh, uh, yeah. So they're talking about, uh, of course, creating these things, not from uh, governments, but as we see uh, SpaceX doing their thing, right? Building reusable rockets and the rest of this. It's only a matter of time before somebody starts to, uh, privately building space stations as well, probably of all shapes and sizes and et cetera, so on. So you tell me, is this a, a good thing? Is this a bad thing? As always, I guess Todd's point last night, well taken, that uh, technology could always be both, couldn't it? It just depends on how you look at it, depends on how it's used, and uh, it depends on how you use it yourself. So there you go. Anyway, let's keep on trucking. Uh, sun.com, the sun. You got to love the sun. Uh, not just the sun. This is even better. So the sun.us, sorry, the, the sun.com reports this. Halloween solar flare headed for Earth could trigger northern lights this weekend and disrupt the power grid and disrupt the power grid yep this weekend uh sherry said this last night on rockfin what's up i don't know if sherry's out there but uh she was pointing this out last night but yeah the volley of radiation may trigger the northern lights if it collides with our atmosphere and it could cause major issues for power grids experts suggest yeah it's coming this weekend nasa's solar dynamics observatory which tracks the sun's activity captured an image of the event at 11:35 a.m eastern standard time on thursday 
Day. It has already caused a temporary but strong radio blackout in parts of South America, according to the U.S. Space Weather Prediction Center. The flare is the result of a coronal mass ejection. Ah, the CME. A huge expulsion of plasma from the sun's outer layer called the corona. In a blog post, NASA said that the significant flare has been classified an X1. Flares are ranked by letter with the biggest labeled as X-class. The smallest flares are A-class. So it's an X-class. All right. So that sounds really super hot and fun. Uh, there. Uh, higher numbers designate more intense flares. NASA logged an X-28 in 2003, though an X-1 is still a significant eruption. The flare is expected to hit Earth over the weekend, meaning it could land on Halloween on October 31st. Hey, James, we might get our stream disrupted by uh, a coronal mass ejection on Halloween. How sweet is that? Yeah, right? So uh, bring your uh, bring your uh, your your uh, internet boots, and we'll wade through the through the thickness of uh, coronal mass ejection storms. But yeah, yeah, there you go. Exactly. Welcome to our Halloween special. <laughs> Static and dead air. Uh, speaking of which, uh, this weekend uh, we do have a special show on Halloween on the 31st. We will be doing 5 p.m. Pacific. We'll be doing uh, James and myself. will be doing his show on Salcedo Paranormal. Uh, you can find that. Uh, let me give you a Discord link, as a matter of fact. Let's see. Let's invite people. There you go. Join James's Discord, and you can listen to that live. There you go. There's an invite to uh, the Salcedo Media Discord, and uh, what we'll be doing is we'll be uh, we'll be just talking about uh, all things Halloween, right? We're gonna kind of gonna do like a, a smorgasbord type theme of uh, what makes Halloween great, and we'll talk about all kinds of things. So I got uh, some some vampires on on deck. We've got some uh, some leprechauns and some great stories sent in by Rivers. If you got some stories we want to talk about, uh, drop them in the Discord or send them to my email troubledmindsradio at gmail. And we'll uh, we'll just kind of go through some stories and have kind of a fun night just uh, telling stories together and uh, hanging out and uh, talking about what makes Halloween great, why you love it, and telling some spooky stories. So that's what's uh, that's what's happening this weekend. Uh, in addition to the uh, solar. Uh, storm. So, <laughs> so hopefully it doesn't turn into uh, yeah a, a shit show because of uh, disruptions. Uh, anyway, uh, let's continue, shall we? So that's what's going on this weekend, and uh, let's go. We got news.yahoo.com, and this one's pretty hot. I mean, if we're if we're going to be talking about good stuff, we may as well talk about this, right? CNET, no, no, sorry, uh, Men's Health uh, reported through news.yahoo says this, astronauts using guns in space could become a reality. Look at that. That's a really sexy M16 that's all painted up to be, you know, kind of moon moon color. Yeah, why not, right? Okay, anyway, uh, the Apple TV Plus sci-fi series for all mankind set against the backdrop of the Cold War just introduced a new element. Space guns. Da, da, da. Yeah. All right. Using weapons in the extremes of space, including wild temperature swings and low gravity, would present challenges for both those who design and carry the weapons. In the show For All Mankind, NASA, stung by its crushing defeat in the space race, redoubles its efforts to take the lead against the Soviets. That includes sending women into the Apollo program and building a giant sea-launched cargo rocket called the Sea Dragon. But of course, right, uh, notably what this article's about, you see uh, space marines with uh, moon M16s. Hmm. Weird. Do you think this is uh, already out there? Or do you think it's coming to a, a space force near you? Hmm. Zero gravity. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, wouldn't it be like humans to uh, create like a, a better gun than a better toilet in space? <laughs> okay. Anyway, uh, there you go. Blah, blah, blah. I've never seen the show my, uh, itself uh, because I don't watch Apple TV. But uh, yeah. So anyway, uh, uh, interesting. They're talking about the physics necessary to actually have, um, you know, gunpowder in space and all the rest of this stuff in this article. Pretty good stuff. Um, I thought it was a, an interesting thought piece anyway. But clearly, right, like we always say, if, if this is happening in the zeitgeist and people are talking about this is happening in shows, then probably DARPA was doing this uh, how many years ago, 30 years ago, 40 years ago, something like this. So so who knows? Like uh, to, to consider that just now maybe uh, somebody's, you know, doing technology in space to shoot guns, I think is silly. <laughs> I mean, clearly they've been working on this for quite some time, but this is just a TV show. So I don't know. What do you think? Uh, guns in space? 
Yeah, there you go. Space Guns Pew Pew versus Space Dragons. What's up, Gibby? I agree 100%. And don't forget the coronal mass ejections and the solar flares, because why the hell not? Yeah, yeah, there we go. There we go. Indigo Child, what's up, says, we need guns in space. After all, we need to find others to kill. Yeah, right? So uh, isn't it nice that uh, there will be guns in space before we do find others in space to kill? Uh, yeah. It's a nice it's 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 a nice angle on just uh, the way humanity works. Like I said, let's let's uh, not work on a better you know zero g toilet. Let's instead work on an M sixteen that fires in the vacuum of space. Anyway, all right. So uh, there's my cynical uh, end of end of the Friday, uh, yeah, news show. So as always, thank you so much again, Chantel, for the fantastic call and uh, the great ideas. Again, reporting on what's happening in your area, your neck of the woods, because this is how we do it, right? We get together, we talk to each other, tell each other exactly what's happening. I haven't noticed any particular shortages, food shortages, water, toilet paper, any of that other weird COVID stuff that was going down here in Vegas. I haven't noticed. I will go take a closer look next time I go down to the store. But uh, it doesn't seem like that's happening here, but I will let you guys know. I'll keep an eye on that. As you know, like when this happened the first time, I was way ahead of it because I was going down to the stores every day and taking notes. And if you guys remember, I let you know the second I saw, saw, started to see with my own damn eyes ammunition being snapped up and no longer available, toilet paper disappearing. I was telling all you guys previously, long before this thing turned into a shit show. So anyway, there you go. That's what this is all about. It's about getting together and uh, describing what's actually happening, not through the filter of a dishonest media. So there we go. Appreciate the call, Chantel. Thanks, everybody, for listening and hanging out. Thanks for all the great and uh, amazing chat. Thanks, James, for setting me straight on the uh, Superionic, because, well, uh, sometimes... Uh, yeah, that's what it is. Sometimes you're just not perfect. And, uh, yeah, that's the way it goes. So, all right. And, uh, like I said, as we finish, uh, no troubled minds tonight, but we do have a troubled minds on, uh, Sunday night for Halloween. So, uh, everybody follow James's discord and then come say hi to us on Halloween evening and come tell your stories. Come tell us why you love Halloween. And, um, do you have any stories or things you want us to talk about? Could be from anything current or anywhere in history. Could be Halloween related or just spooky or scary or monsters or this or that or the other thing. It's going to be whatever it's going to be. So that's what we're doing and we're out of here. So let's play this and let's get out. Let's do our thing. Thanks again to all the folks who have subbed up to uh, this channel, not just here on Twitch, but also on Rockfin. Uh, By the way, we're uh, at 1,018 follows on Rockfin already, which is absolutely absurdly insane. So yeah, uh, pretty soon who's going to need YouTube, right? Like you, you get these uh, small platforms that were kind of like a you know a small fish in a medium-sized pond uh, and putting on a good show. People come listen. So hey, hey, Rockfin's the way to get the way to go right now. So anyway, that's what's going on uh, with uh, that and all the rest of this. So thank you guys again for subbing up here, Rockfin uh, Patreon uh, again. If you if you don't want to put money in but you love the show, just listen to the podcast feed. You can do that on Spotify or any of your favorite podcast uh, platforms. And there's there's commercials there. And uh, again, a few cents, a few cents, a few cents. It all adds up. So if you want to help, that's one way to help. And uh, don't forget to spread the word. That's the other important part. Don't forget to spread the word because well, uh, if you like this show, uh, the bigger it gets, the longer I'll do it. Basically, right? So uh, I'll be completely perfectly honest uh, from from. Uh, my mind to yours in this moment so about six or eight months ago I considered completely quitting Troubled Minds because I was like we're going nowhere this, this, this is no, never going to be any money in this nobody wants non-political commentary right nobody wants this shit well and then some things changed and we had a nice stroke of luck and uh, well we're still doing it so like I said uh, don't, don't feel like everything is for granted Uh, You never know. Uh, I almost quit six or eight months ago doing Troubled Minds, and we're not there right now, but just letting you know, uh, spread the word. Every little bit counts. Every bit of support counts. Every bit of your chat counts. Every bit of you guys being kind to each other. It all counts. Thanks again. Troubled Minds News. I'm Michael Strange. You guys have a great weekend. See you on Sunday for Happy Halloween. 
It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details.